This is one of my favorite days because we get to visit with our friend Jamie Court, C-O-U-R-T, the spelling, just like going to court. And he's the president of Consumer Watchdog. And Consumer Watchdog does go to court for consumers, but they do a whole lot more. Check out ConsumerWatchdog.org. ConsumerWatchdog.org is the home, in my humble opinion, for the best consumer group around. Jamie Court, thanks for coming back, as always, on the Norman Goldman Show. Always my pleasure, Norm. Always my pleasure. Jamie, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric. Our friends on Real Talk 910, San Francisco Bay Area, know all about this company. That's where they're getting their gas from, right? And and there's been all kinds of problems with PG&E. We've spent a lot of time talking about the wildfires, the potential liability, their attempts to get the legislature to use taxpayer dollars to bail them out. Uh, last week, we talked about the Wiley at 12 and the junket, a bunch of Democrats and Republicans going and hobnobbing in Hawaii while the state was burning down in a lot of PG&E service area because of PG&E equipment. Jamie, now now they're threatening bankruptcy. They're threatening bankruptcy. This is a big company with a lot of money. They're threatening bankruptcy. Jamie, are they bankrupt? Well, they're morally bankrupt. There's no question about that. Uh, they, they got in this jam because they haven't modernized their equipment. They haven't cleaned the vegetation from their lines. They've, they're a convicted felon six times over between San Bruno and previous criminal activity, literally. So we know that they're not bankrupt in the financial sense because they can pay their bills. They don't have any verdicts or judgments against them in these fire cases. You know, what they're doing is they're taking hostages. You know, they're trying to take workers, you know, who, who um, just got a notice that they're going to go into bankruptcy in another 12 days. They're trying to take homeowner victims who will be delayed in their verdicts. If there are verdicts, then they're going to get paid because they're in bankruptcy. They're trying to take the state of California hostage and maybe contractors hostage. And they're doing this because they either want a political bailout, which I don't think they're going to get, and or they want leverage when they try to settle these cases cheap against the counties and cities and homeowner victims from the fires. And they're overinflating. They're overstating by, uh, I would say, more than 50% what their potential liability is, which is when you do that in a court of law, you kind of lie into a judge. So my hope is that the state of California chases them. The Public Utility Commission gets a good appointment from Governor Gavin Newsom, and they chase them into bankruptcy and say to the bankruptcy judge, you know, I couldn't declare bankruptcy if I had enough money to pay my bills. I'd be denied. And I think they should deny PG&E's request here because there isn't a state report that holds them accountable for the fires. There isn't a verdict for which they're accountable. They may be accountable in years. They may need to deal with these problems, but it is not here today. And they're doing this as a safe harbor to shield themselves from having to deal with and talk about their troubles. And they just want someone else in bankruptcy court to figure out what they can forgive or whether they're going to get a bailout. That's not the way to handle your problems when you create problems the way PG&E has. The PG&E is not a victim. It's a felon. Well, this is a very aggressive use of bankruptcy, right? It's kind of a preemptive threat of a bankruptcy or even a preemptive bankruptcy before anything happens, right, as a way to get goodies. It's a preemptive launch. I mean, Jamie, a prudent business would say, okay, we have these potential liabilities down the road. We got to start putting reserves aside. We got to start managing our business in order to handle this, right? They got to try and stretch out the payments and then maybe get some financing. I mean, if I were being a prudent manager of this company, I would say, okay, we have some really large contingent liabilities coming down the pike. We got to start planning for them. I wouldn't immediately run into bankruptcy and say, ah, ha, 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 I'm going to flush you all down the drain before any of this ever happens unless you give me stuff. I mean, it's kind of 
corporate piracy criminality, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's an extension of their criminality. You know, you, you fail to do what you're supposed to do. You've done it instance after instance. You go to the legislature last year, get a bailout for your 2017 fire liability, which they did. Then before the, the ink's dry on that, you go to a bankruptcy, you say you're going to bankruptcy, so you don't have to face your 2018 liability and you don't have to deal with the victims. I mean, if you're a legislator, you're feeling pretty dumb listening last year. But these guys are taking hostages. And I, I'll tell you the thread going now, Norm, it's just crazy. You've heard of too big to fail. You know, I mean, I think these guys are too corrupt to fail. But there are some people in the environmental, corporate environmental community says they're too green to fail. If PG&E goes into bankruptcy, we're not going to have those renewable energy laws that Governor Brown passed. Huh? How's that work? Ludicrous. The contracts for the renewables would be subject to revision in the bankruptcy court. Ah, well, there's a way to deal with that. But, yeah, I mean, it's and the point is you just keep digging a deeper and deeper hole until you're at the center of the earth and you're going to boil in the, <laughs> when it gets really hot down there. Right, and all that molten in, stuff. And all that molten stuff. I mean, it, there's no excuse for us to have gotten this far, and yet they keep digging, they keep digging. So... Who knows what next week will bring? But if I'm Governor Newsom, this is the biggest test of my administration, and it is. So brand far, new, right? It's brand new administration. I get a new Public Utilities Commission president who's up to the task, and I make sure that I don't let them get in the bankruptcy if I don't think they should be there. I go follow them, and I go stop them. And that's how you know you got a governor who's following uh, you know your your interests and not PG&E's interests. We'll see what he does. I mean, at this point, it looks like he's looking at those as options. Hmm. He's looking at, he said he hired bankruptcy attorneys. Hmm. So I, I, I respect that. I respect that type of stand. We'll see if he follows through. And I, I think the point is you can't um, negotiate with hostage takers. Ain't that the truth. I hope you know this voice. This is our friend Jamie Court. It's spelled C-O-U-R-T. Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog. Check them online at consumerwatchdog.org. Expose, confront, change. That's the motto. I love this group, and I think you will once you get to know them. We've been uh, having Jamie Court on this show virtually since the beginning every week. And Jamie, speaking of friends, uh, a friend of Consumer Watchdog, a friend of this show, Michael Hiltzik, H-I-L-T-Z-I-K. Let's give him the credit because that's where credit is due. Michael Hiltzik, H-I-L-T-Z-I-K, in the Los Angeles Times a few days ago, commenting on this issue that we're talking about, suggested that the state of California simply buy PG and e and Michael Hiltzik, who's a business writer, along with David Lazarus in the business section of the LA Times, Michael Hiltzik's argument was basically, look, the stock market is hammering PG&E. Their stock is plummeting. But at the time he was writing a few days ago, it was already lost 52% of its value. He said, you know, the state of California has got a lot of money. The, the way this, the value of this stock is going, we could just buy the stock, own the company for a very modest sum of money, and then just incorporate into the state grid and start modernizing it that way by getting rid of the profit margin and planning it for the public interest. Jamie, I thought that was a heck of a great idea. Is that a realistic idea? I think it is at the moment. Jerry Hill, Senator Jerry Hill had the same idea. You know, uh, Senator Scott Wiener had suggested something similar. There's the belief that maybe municipalities will use their power of eminent domain to take over the PG&E equipment. There's a San Francisco municipal utility that's just getting going. This could become part of that. There's lots of options, but the point is, if we want renewable energy, 
if we want to meet our renewable portfolio standards, we can't trust a six-time felon where corruption at every turn is all we hear from them. What we got to do is empower the local communities. There's a new movement with the renewable energy movement to go to these local community aggregators, these uh, commu- where, where, where they produce renewable energy, and they were going to be contractors, actually, for the utilities. The utilities hated them. But in this case, they could actually become the main suppliers of a municipal utility or a state or a you know a a northern california regional utility with with you know that is that is that is run by the government or a quasi governmental agency that's the way to do it when you have the, the public you have the power of the public because there's a lot that needs to be done to prevent these fires we need to do underground um underground wires for the power lines where we think it's windy and dangerous and pg&e's never going to invest in that but you know what a public utility would, a municipal utility, a publicly controlled utility. And um, so I think I think this is an opportunity, but they don't necessarily have the same uh, the same uh, size courage in uh, in Sacramento as they do uh, in the Mike Hiltzik column, you know. I understand. Got, <laughs> That's the Wileya 12 factor. You got the, you got the Wileya 12 factor, right? A right, PG&E using its money. Yeah. Using its money to influence legislators, right? Utilities are whining in Hawaii. You know that's who they are. They're they're close, and they don't want to put uh, uh, a brother out of business who might not get back to Hawaii next year. You know, to hang out at the luau with them. So I I I don't know where we're going from here. Uh, I can tell you this week, it doesn't look like there's going to be a bailout. If anything, there could be a buyout, uh, but that's complicated. And um, I think the real play for the next uh, eleven twelve days is can we keep PG&E out of bankruptcy? Will Gavin Newsom appoint a really tough PUC president, Public Utility Commission president, to to pull this all together? That's the real question. I think the argument's very simple and straightforward. They're not bankrupt. Why? How can you file for bankruptcy if you're not bankrupt? You're saying that maybe one day down the road, if things work against you, then and you can't manage, there's no way you could possibly manage your business to avoid this. So you're declaring a preemptive bankruptcy way, way in advance with a whole series of assumptions. I would simply take the position of you're not bankrupt. You can't be in bankruptcy court if you're not bankrupt. And, and see how see how That's far exactly that agree. see how far that goes with yeah, a bankruptcy I mean, it's judge. Like, it's like Norm. I predict I'm going to be in the hospital next month and not right. be able to pay all my bills. Right. I'm going to bankruptcy now so I can negotiate with the hospital so I don't have to pay the bills because I'm in bankruptcy already. This doesn't make any sense. A preemptive medical emergency. I like that. Yeah. It is only a corporation with this type of guile and lack of any sense of social contract would do such a thing and, ah, and pg and e fits that bill perfectly but jamie got to remember the rule corporations are people my friend you got to remember the rule jamie corporations are people my friend they're very very special people and if this corporation was a person as a six-time felon it'd be in jail yeah well that's you can't put a corporation in jail you can't you can't put them the you can't there's no death penalty you can't arrest them you can't jail them right you can't arraign them can't put them on trial really i mean who goes who suffers all of us there you go 
Jamie, I got to leave it there, but on that very somber note, allow me to remind everybody we've been talking to our friend Jamie Court. It's J-A-M-I-E-C-O-U-R-T. Jamie Court is the president of Consumer Watchdog. Check out consumerwatchdog.org online, and you'll see all of Jamie Court's great colleagues. They're doing our work for us. We should know them, and we should support them. Jamie, thanks so much for all you do. And we, I have a sneaky suspicion we'll be talking about PG&E a bunch more uh, in the near future on the Norman Goldman Show. Thank you, Norm. Looking forward to talking more.